Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. We at the Nasty Woman Club pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the Mianjin land. We acknowledge that we are on the stolen lands of the Yaraga and Turbul people, whose sovereignty was never ceded. Before you tune in to this week's episode, I thought I would just let you all know that this week's episode contains discussions around disordered eating. If this conversation is triggering, please contact Butterfly Foundation at 1-800-33-4673 or visit the Butterfly Foundation website at butterfly.org.au. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of the Nasty Woman Club. It's finally 2021. We made it. We got through this shit show. That was 2020. And what better way to kick off the new year than with a good old fashioned rant about new year, new me, diet talk. Before we go to this week's topic, I thought I would introduce myself to any new listeners out there. I am Demi Lynch. I am the founder of the Nasty Woman Club, which, if you don't already know, it is a platform dedicated to news issues and stories in the world of intersectional feminism. Every Monday on this podcast, I debrief, discuss, and most importantly, rant about a particular topic, event, issue, or person relevant to the Nasty Woman Club brand. And every week, I also invite all of my incredible listeners to send in their thoughts, feelings, and opinions so they too can be featured on the show and be part of the conversation. Not only that, but every Thursday, I invite a guest to come onto the show, someone that is courageous, someone that is inspiring, and of course, loves a good rant. Okay, now that all the housekeeping is out of the way, time to head to today's topic, which is all about diet culture. Why is it at the beginning of every year, my goal is always to lose weight? It doesn't matter if I'm 60 kilos or 120 kilos. It's always been to lose weight. I'm almost 25 and for the past decade, at the beginning of every fucking year, I have become convinced by all these brands and businesses that I must become this new version of myself. And the only way I can do this, or essentially the most important way to do this, is to drop some kilos and a few dress sizes. So why is it as soon as the new year rolls around, I feel the need to lose weight? Well, it is because we live in a fatphobic society and diet culture really peaks in January. I mean, it wouldn't be a new year without brands and influencers manipulating us into thinking that we need to go on some quick-fix diet or juice cleanse. It's finally time to lose the baby weight, they would say, or lose the Christmas weight, or now it seems to be lose the COVID-19 weight. 
bloody hell, I've heard that that many times. I've heard this phrase, I've heard these phrases been used by gyms and detox detox brands that many times. I could scream every time I see it or hear it. And if you're me. And look, I love setting goals. Anyone that knows me best, I love my planners. I love having my daily to-do list, my weekly, daily, monthly, yearly goals. But why does my yearly goal always have to be about my fucking weight? Okay? Making food the enemy isn't a quick fix to happiness or a better life. Choosing to eat a salad over that delicious triple chock muffin from the local bakery isn't going to make you more compassionate, more honest, more understanding of others, or just a decent fucking human being. Seeing food as either good or bad or seeing exercise as punishment for giving in to your cravings isn't going to make everything in your life turn to gold. In my life, when I have lost weight in the past, not through diets of course, did all my problems in my life go away? Did they just vanish? Was I suddenly richer, braver, had more friends, had an amazing job, had a bigger apartment, had more dogs? Nope. Losing weight doesn't mean it's going to fix every single one of your other problems. That's not how it works. Yet all these fucking diet companies think that losing weight is the thing that you need in order to become the better version of yourself. Like this better version of yourself is just waiting there, waiting for you to make that change. Like, what the fuck? Another thing as well, diets do not work. Repeat after me, diets do not work. Throughout this past decade, when I've gone on one of those New Year, New Me diets, did I ever lose weight and keep the weight off? Nope. Did I ever feel like I became a better version of myself by going on the Atkins diet, Weight Watchers diet, Celebrity Endorsed Juice Clans, Dukin diets? Nope. I just became poorer, hungrier, and angrier, which is not a great combo. What these detox brands also do was influence me to binge eat. Because crazy thing is, what these brands want you to do most, they want you to keep eating. See, this is their plan. They want you to be hungry and feeling starved because you've gone on their random diet that's apparently so much better than the thousands of other toxic diets out there. They want you to see food as the enemy. They want you to feel guilty if you ever gave in to your cravings or ate a certain food that wasn't on their good foods list. They want me to hate myself because I failed at following the abhorrent rules and restrictions and I ate one of the bad, quote-unquote, bad foods. So what's the first thing you do when you failed at something? You try to redeem yourself. And these brands convince you that by going on this magical detox, you can rid all your toxins, you can rid all your mistakes, you can no longer feel guilty, and you'll become a better human being and all will be forgiven. That's how it works. Yet we just give in to it every single new year. Because, if I'm being honest, this sounds like a predatory cult to me. These fucking detox brands and businesses. And look, in saying all this, I did want to share a perspective I did not first consider when putting together this segment. An underlying issue, I just... I could see it happening as this topic was being shared across social media these past couple of weeks. I want to share something that was said by Aubrey Gordon on her Twitter feed that I found really interesting and I think is a great alternative perspective on these discussions of diet culture and these toxic detoxes and diets. Make sure you follow her on Your Fat Friend on Twitter, Instagram, or social media. Highly recommend giving her a follow. 
Anyway, so she noticed how there were many thin people calling out diet culture on social media this past week or so, which she said is great, but she wondered if calling this issue diet culture instead of anti-fatness, could that be doing more harm? As it's not actually highlighting the key issue here, which is that we live in a fatphobic society that is anti-fat. She said, when we classify something as diet culture that is specifically designed to harm people, we miss the opportunity to confront the bias and to show up for the people who are the most targeted. In that way, naming things as being diet culture rather than anti-fatness allows thin people to recenter themselves in conversations that are fundamentally about scapegoating fat people. Again, diet culture is a thing and we should name it. But we should also name anti-fatness, which is a primary driving factor in the popularity and spread of diet culture. If we want to get to the root of diet culture, we have to be specific and explicit about anti-fatness. I think what Aubrey says here is really important, and that's why I decided to include what she said in today's segment. I definitely live in an anti-fat society. Yes, people of all sizes are negatively affected by toxic diet brands, but... Similar to the body positive movement, we must remember that it's the marginalized bodies, the minorities that are most affected. White privilege and skinny privilege exist. And still to this day, it is the black fat women that are most affected by the racist and fat phobic society that we live in. They're the ones that started the body positive movement, yet they're the ones still being most marginalized all these years later. So... Let's hope in 2021 we can rid diet culture and we can work on becoming less of an anti-fat society. One small way you could even do this, which again is small, but imagine if we all did this. When you see those triggering ads or sponsored content on your social media feeds that promote these dangerous ideas, don't just scroll past them. Don't just roll your eyes and just keep flicking through your feed. You can click on an option on these ads or posts and put hide ad and then when whatever social media platform asks you why you want to hide this ad actually write that it's because it's offensive another thing to do as well when brands are showcasing that they are being fat phobic as fuck message them tell them they need to stop selling these toxic diets and need to stop being so anti-fat also unfollow influencers that promote these toxic ideas do it change your newsfeed make it a better place okay you wouldn't buy a magazine or you wouldn't buy a book if the entire time you were looking through it reading through it you felt shitter about yourself and it made you feel bad about yourself you wouldn't buy the magazine you wouldn't buy the book you wouldn't continue looking through it or reading through it like so why would you have a social media feed that makes you feel like shit okay the only detoxes i'll be supporting in 2021 is detoxing the toxic people out of my life. Because you know why? I don't have time to feel guilty anymore. I don't want to feel guilty about eating leftover Christmas ham on fresh bread. I don't want exercise to feel like it's a punishment. I want to exercise because I enjoy it, because I feel strong doing it. And yeah, I feel like a fucking badass. I don't want to be told that I should go running more if I want to lose more weight. When really what I really want to do is push that sled in the gym go for a brisk walk with my dog while listening to a podcast and dance to RuPaul songs in my kitchen. That's the exercises I like. Not running. I'm tired of feeling guilty for my body. I'm tired of feeling like a failure 
if I eat a certain food, not, not drink a certain amount of liters of water, not do enough cardio exercises, not do enough strength exercises, not spend enough money on fruits, vegetables, vitamins, and protein powders, or spend too much money on fruits, vegetables, vitamins, and protein powders, not fit into a certain dress size by a certain day, not weigh a certain number. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of feeling guilty. 2021 is the year I'm going to stop feeling guilty. I'm going to be the same fat Demi and that's okay. I'm going to work out in the gym because I enjoy it, not because I do it as a punishment for eating food. I'm going to eat the food I want to eat without labeling them as good or evil. I'm going to go for that walk in a crop top and tights with my squishy round belly and flabby arms with no worry if I appear too big for the world to handle me. 2021 is the year I stop being manipulated by these toxic diet and detox brands. It's going to be the year I finally fucking unlearn my anti-fat thinking and rid toxic diet culture from my life. Well, that was a mouthful. (laughs) Normally, Normally, I would apologize for rambling on about a topic, but... You know what? I'm not going to apologize about my rants. I'm passionate about this topic, and yeah, I'm going to rant about it on my bloody podcast. Now look, this conversation about diet culture and anti-fat brands, it doesn't have to end here. Nope, I want to hear your thoughts, feelings, and opinions on these topics. Do you agree what was said on the podcast? How has diet brands affected your relationship with food and your body? Tell me, feel free to message me or send me a voice memo on Instagram or through email. I really want to hear what you have to say. And not just this week, every week when I do a conversation about a particular topic that I'm passionate about, I want to hear your thoughts too. I want to give you all the opportunity to rant and let out all those angry, frustrated emotions we're all feeling. So yes, if you have some thoughts to say on this week's episode, Feel free to message me on my Instagram page at the Nasty Woman Club or feel free to email me at hello at thenastywomanclub.com. Make sure to tune in to Thursday's episode, not only for this week's interview, but also to hear what next Monday's topic of conversation will be. Anyway, thank you so much, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the Nasty Woman Club. It feels so good to be back. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review. Every share, every rating, every review helps grow this podcast. I'll be in your ears again on Thursday. I'm your host, Demi Lynch, and I will see you all soon. Stay nasty, everyone.